Alright. 27th time's the charm. Here we go. We can do this. Remember all you've learned up to this point. Uh, do circles in the corner while you kill the boss. No. F figure eights? No. Remember, you attack after he attacks. Lock on, save some stamina to roll away, manage your health so you don't run out of Estes. Roll into the attack, not away from it. Got all that? Okay. Okay, you ready? Actually, can you go over it one more time? Great, let's go. Wait, why aren't you wearing any clothes? Charge! Isaac, what did I say about doing circles in the corner? You know, this guy ain't so tough. We almost got him to half health, and I've only used 80% of my Estus. Kind of a bitch boss, honestly. What did you just say to me, you beef jerky looking? I know this yee ass little beta boy didn't just say some shit about me from over there. Look at you, you fat fing zombie boy. Rolling around in your full iron plate armor, hiding behind that great shield. You looking like the kid from a Christmas story when his mother put him in all the winter coats. Cute sword. You look up how to get that off the wiki page, you sad sack of. I oughta. Your plucky little. Better take this cursed scythe of mine, which I know your dumbass couldn't be to learn the lore about before you got in here, and I'm gonna put it so far up your. You're gonna think you was the abyss itself. What? Isaac. Run. <laughs> I likes you. No. And I wants you. Welcome to Dark Souls, bitch. The deep sigh as you get Still back into so it. so fucking hollow <laughs> this week. Woo! <laughs> ah, suffering. Just uh, reminiscing on this torture. Our favorite. You, you just like to think back to it, reminisce. All the times we've died, <laughs> come back to life, died again. Reliving the same day, the same level. It's kind of like quarantine. Exactly like quarantine. Oh my god, is Dark Souls a video game ripoff of Groundhog Day? Dark Souls is the human condition. It changed my mind. Condition. That's true. That's that's a better... Yes. But welcome back, everyone, to the Good, the Bad, and the Boys podcast. We are here talking about Dark Souls. We are your hosts. I'm Terran. I'm Isaac. We are continuing uh, Terran's uh, fetishes. Uh, yes. Uh, reviewed Dark Souls 1, surprisingly under an hour. Or wait, no, it was exactly an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. And here we are, coming back. I called my doctor. I still can't get it to go down. He says I'm just going to have to finish the second <laughs> review, edit it, and upload it. And then maybe I might get full blood flow again. Yeah. But until then, put it to rest. here we are. <laughs> and then I have to just put it down like a sick dog. Yeah. <laughs> Turns just going to pass out right in the middle of this review. <laughs> anyway, fuck yeah. We're here today. A little surprise. It's kind of like when we did the Robin Hood discussion <laughs> two weeks ago. And neither was really great, <laughs> but there was a there was a standout <laughs> worst one. This is kind of the opposite, where both things we're talking about this week are great. One is just not as good. It's just not it's just not as good as the other one. 
And seeing as it came out two years later, um, you know, and being a downgrade to, to many, to most, some, some see otherwise, and I can see where they're coming from. Hmm. But Dark Souls 2 came out 2014, same publisher, Bandai Namco Games, yeah. same developer. Namco was back. From Software. This game did have one distinct difference from Dark Souls 1, and that is the director. Hidetaka Miyazaki has directed Demon's Souls, Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 3, and uh, their newest, FromSoft's newest title and new IP came out 2019, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. That is uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. That is their most refined title yet. Totally new world. Uh, just all that like samurai and shit. Very, you know, very punishingly difficult like Dark Souls based heavily on uh, gameplay based on that. But a game outside, you know, I'm not going to talk about Sekiro. Sekiro's a great game. <laughs> We're not going to go in it. We're talking about Dark Souls 2. <laughs> And the only difference between Dark Souls 2 and these other trilogies is that Miyazaki did not have uh, the creative influence over it as he did on the other ones. Mm. This is because of Dark Souls 1. Dark Souls 1 was a breakout smash hit. Demon's Souls, the game preceding Dark Souls 1, was, you know, financially successful. But it was no Dark Souls 1. <laughs> Dark Souls 1 <laughs> just made a dumpy amount of money. It won awards out the ass, just, you know, all over the world. Demon Souls was more popular in Japan than anywhere else, but Dark Souls really had a big influence on Western gamers and was just, yeah, way more popular than they thought it would be. And while they did have DLC planned for Dark Souls 1, there's one DLC came out two months later, is the Artorias of the Abyss DLC. They didn't really mm. start working on it until after Dark Souls 1 came out. And so Miyazaki was pretty occupied with that. But seeing as Dark Souls 1 was such a bombshell success, this a sequel was immediately greenlit, of course. Uh, but Miyazaki was like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess we can do that. I'm just going to focus on this. And another secret new IP that I want to work on, also developed by FromSoft, and that was uh, 20, I think, uh, 15? I think 2015. 2015's Bloodborne, uh -huh. which is another one. Oh, so he's preoccupied with that. Okay. Yes, so Miyazaki, the director nice. of two out of three Soul Series games and sort of the, the front man for From Software, was working on the Dark Souls 1 DLC as well as Bloodborne, which came out between Dark Souls 2 and 3 and kind of had nothing to do with them. It was its own new IP. So the majority of Dark Souls 2's directive control went to Tomohiro Shibuya and Yui Tanamura. Uh, but really, Shibuya was, uh, he was sort of the creative lead on that project. Hmm. And Dark Souls 2 is a very ambitious title. Shibuya didn't want to just be in, he wanted to be more than just, you know, than just the sequel to Dark Souls 1. He wanted to do more than just follow it up with the same thing. He wanted to be a very ambitious title. He wanted to change up a lot of things and take the, take the story and the gameplay in a whole new direction. A completely new engine was made to run the game on it was nice a much larger world than dark souls one i suppose not larger yeah it was originally intended to be much larger than dark souls one there was going to be like time traveling shenanigans a whole bunch of new bosses Ooh. crazy weird mechanics with how the curse would work new elements of multiplayer all new types of armor weapons enemies areas okay dark souls 2 was supposed to be just bigger, 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 and yeah, crazy. Do you know like the titles they were trying to work with, or like what they had in mind, like the alternative titles or alternative titles? I was under the impression it was Dark Souls Two. 
Is there was there secret titles? Oh, I thought you said like they were trying to make it different with the title. Oh, the title? Okay, never mind. I'm not. Oh no, it was just gonna be called Dark Souls Two, but everything gotcha. within the game was gonna be a new, big, emboldened enhancement to the first one of the franchise title. Gotcha. Yes. Just okay. yeah, <laughs> new wit with the with the franchise. I should say, not just with like. I the took title, you too literally. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what did they experiment? What, what you know, the first one was Demon Souls Dark and then Souls. it became Dark Souls and then Time Souls or Dark something Soul. with all this time travel. <laughs> I, I don't know. That should souls. Uh Dark Souls two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Dark I fucking Dark Souls two, Age of Ultron. I don't know. It's just supposed to be called Dark Souls Two. But with the with the property, they're gonna take it in a whole new direction. He was a little too big for his britches, our boy Shiaboya. Hmm. So the the game was progressing a lot slower than it should have because it did only come out two years after dark souls one the game was greenlit and just like all right go 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 let's get this out the door while you know the the masochists are out and and hungry (laughs) while the (laughs) while the pain sluts want it so yeah and so they were basically trying to do what dark souls one did what better but on an entirely new engine to run it on (laughs) and so we're in like 2013 now and they're still trying to, you know, render everything, model everything, animate everything, and put all of these crazy ideas together. And they still don't really have something presentable. <laughs> and so a lot of the trailers and the promotional material for Dark Souls 2 didn't really show gameplay. Or the gameplay that it showed was very different from the gameplay that we saw upon release. Oh. In a lot of the promotional art in Japan, especially... There are items that don't exist in the game, armor sets, enemies um, in cutscenes. There are areas that we don't see and things that happen that, you know, aren't in the game. Even in the opening cutscene, which I believe was created under Shibuya's direction, there is, you know, sort of this mirror world that you go into that mm-hmm. is like kind of the portal to Drang Lake. That's not really present in any of the other games, and it's not even really relevant to the Dark Souls 2 gameplay. And so it's just a lot of yeah. stuff... I think is what people were most disappointed about in Dark Souls 2 is that it promised a lot more than Dark Souls 1 and it delivered a little more than Dark Souls 1. There was just a lot of unfinished business that was left on the cutting room floor Hmm. is what happened with Dark Souls 2. And they were like a few months or like a year or something from release and they're, you know, checking in from Bandai Namco or whatever. We're checking in with Shibuya. And they're like, all right, what do you got to show us? And he's like, I got all these crazy ideas. This game's going to be so cool. And they're like, okay, yeah, but we're like six months from release. What do you actually have to show us? He's like, oh, I don't know, nothing. We're working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> and so they eventually had to make a hard call. <laughs> and they had, to, they had yeah. to put him on the bench. And that is when Yui Tanimura came in. And he sort of took over the operation. Miyazaki was, you know, he was like a creative supervisor. So he was like, yeah, all right, that's cool. <laughs> you, you guys just you do whatever. I'm making Bloodborne. And Bloodborne was widely regarded as one of the best FromSoft games ever. So you could tell Miyazaki mm. was just kind of all in on that one. And he had kind of the A-team yeah. work in Bloodborne. And so Dark Souls 2 is now very close to launch. And a new director has come in. And he's like, oh, shit, what the fuck did you leave me with? <laughs> so in order to be able to get the game out the door on time and it was very important for this game to get out the door on time because i believe it was a deal with sony that was on the table 
for I think either like mm. Bandai Namco or FromSoft or something. There was like some large deal that was riding on the reception and sales of Dark Souls 2. Uh, FromSoft has had a very close relationship with Sony. Um, Bloodborne was a PlayStation exclusive. The Demon's Souls remaster is a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, so mm. Sony, a Japanese company, is willing to give FromSoft or Bandai Namco or whatever, like Japanese studio, a lot of money to have exclusive rights to their content. And so that... Gotcha. that so really... that, that explains the Bloodborne yeah. exclusivity. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bloodborne, gotcha. Demon's Souls, all that. As well as... <laughs> Sony kind of, kind of swiped that. Yeah, they... Swiped sl- that up. Yeah. And what does Microsoft have? Fucking Bleeding Edge and Anthem. Piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus fucking... Oof. Halo better begin with. Microsoft, I better get that Titanfall 3. Otherwise, what are we doing? <laughs> I, you know, when we first started this podcast, I was, you know, I was a true X bro, Chad. Talked a lot of shit about that gay station. You've been betrayed. And then I got one, and I played the games, and I was like, oh yeah, they make decent fucking games on here. You found solace. I found solace in the Sony. The Sony, yes. yeah. So after becoming a the true Sony weeb, solace. now I could say Xbox, what's going on, buddy? Just make Titanfall three. Everyone wants yeah. it. It's yeah, it's pretty embarrassing on Microsoft's. <laughs> <laughs> and here um yeah i'm not sure what they're doing it's kind of kind of sad really <laughs> and all my multiplayer is on there so oof uh <laughs> oopsies but anyway big deal with sony yeah. riding on the reception of dark souls 2 and making sure that's out on time so it was really like a you know they, they would not budge on this one this was non-negotiable that's the word it's like non-negotiable mm. dark souls 2 is going out the door march 2014 that's yeah and it was delayed uh eensy beensy bit just because they were like transitioning directors. And Sony was like, all right, you get tiny delays. But March 2014, that's the day. It's going out. And they're like, okay, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Tanimura had to make some cuts. Basically, from what I was watching in interviews with developers, the entire game was basically rearranged. The majority of the time traveling shenanigans were cut. Enemies were cut. Areas, since so many things were cut, uh, the entire layout of the world had to change had to be completely rearranged uh already made assets had to be repurposed to fit kind of the new narrative of dark souls 2 item descriptions had to change just just stepped into this product and it's like the end of dark souls 3 where all this all the words (laughs) yeah when everything's collided whatever compilation yeah other director (laughs) they just kind of had to make something vaguely cohesive out of it and get it out the Mm. door um, and that's what happened. So that was sort of yeah. a jarring shift for a lot of people because the game that was released was very different from the game that was advertised. And it's a FromSoft game. It's a Dark Souls game. So, you know, the things that were advertised are all intentionally just vague as shit. So people can only, you know, yeah. expect and speculate too much. <laughs> Entire franchise is, is a whole vague mess. Yeah, it's a yeah, whole vague mess. Which yeah. I, Who knows what's going on? I guess makes it pretty easier to do things behind the scenes because nobody's going to know what the fuck's going on anyway in-game. So <laughs> yeah, they're like, is this a rushed mess that took six months or is this an immaculately crafted story? Can't tell. Kind of the same. Yeah. So total shit show. So And they also had to make some downgrades as well. This whole new engine that they were working with. Uh, you know, they couldn't really finish that and also make a game in it by the time. The full realization of the Dark Souls 2 experience wasn't quite there as opposed to what was shown at E3. Shibuya had wanted to do a lot with light. This game focuses a lot on the nature of the curse that we discussed on Monday and sort mm. of that disparity 
between light and dark and kind of the space in between. And so lighting was a big part of it. There was going to be torches. There were going to be items that emit light. The dark areas were going to be very dark. So there was going to be a big contrast. And a lot of that kind of had to be cut out. So the game ended up getting like kind of like a flat TV lighting, <laughs> no matter what area you were <laughs> does, in. Yeah. But we had played we had played the remaster, the, the new edition, which re-added those things back in. Oh, it did? Yes. Oh, okay. So in March 2014, the base game, Dark Souls 2, launches. Uh, the Scholar of the First Sin edition, which came out April 2015, featured all mm. three DLCs as well as the some of you know the original Shibuya's ideas. Um, so you know enhanced visuals, new enemies that were previously cut from the game because they couldn't get finished, extra multiplayer nice. stuff, extra items, and you know more light and dark features. So it was a version of the game that was released a year later, sort of like the complete edition that had more things into it. But the Dark Souls 2 that we got in 2014 was still critically acclaimed. You know, it received um, classic <laughs> 90s and, and 10 out of 10s on basically everything. You know, 91 out of 100 on Metacritic, 9 out of 10 IGN, 9 out nice. of 10 GameSpot, 9.75 out of 10 Game Informer. Everyone's just jerking off Dark Souls 2, as they should. But <laughs> great game that it was. It was not as good as Dark Souls 1. That is the story behind, you know, the tumultuous sort of production of it. But what did you, Isaac, think of the actual game itself? Yeah, this this was my first completed game mm. uh, back when we played it. I think we played it, uh, oh, what was it, like 2018? It was, it was a while I ago. I think at the end of 2000, yeah, to, end of 2018, mm. we did a whole run between summer and fall. Yeah. Just went through a run real quick. Took like, real quick. Like a, a week. <laughs> It was a, uh, it was fun. Um, I, I didn't really get to commit to the gameplay as much as I would have liked. <laughs> All right, I got carried. I, All right, I, I'll, we I'll we carried the fuck out of Isaac. I just, I played a lot of Dark Souls <laughs> in case you guys didn't notice. I really wanted to get Isaac into it, but and he fucking drags me he was every not time. Vibing Whatever weird combat. fetishes he has, <laughs> and it just makes me so uncomfortable. Please help me. Send help. Call nine one one. But yes, <laughs> I, I had to be carried because goddamn are these games hard. <laughs> and luckily with this game, I feel like there's way more fluidity. Um, it's a little easier than the others. Tutorial so, Souls, I think it's a good it. like tutorial game. Yeah, that's what we kind of called it. A tutorial game for me to prepare me for the main Dark Souls 1 and 3. And yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. I loved the again just the design of everything. I loved all the bosses. I always loved the bosses of these games. But otherwise, I, it was a, it was a pretty difficult time. I was very confused. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening or why. I mean, Taryn was just you know rambling through all his lore. I was like, uh, sure. I just nodded my head. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. Sure, great. Were you not paying attention to my lore? Is that what I just heard? What? You're paying what I didn't you, say that. Talking to girls or something? I didn't fucking think so. Mm -mm. <laughs> I guess we'll have to we'll have to get a little refresher after this, Isaac. Oh I'll be, fuck! All right, uh, sit you down. Take yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> fucking meme. So how, how how was it carrying and and uh, to pass on your Dark Souls lore and legacy? Dragging Isaac through Dark Souls too, uh, it was a time. <laughs> In the Souls games, you have a lot of options with your character creation, a lot of variety, a lot of different directions you can take it. I I had a little less options playing with Isaac. I had to just create the single most busted glass cannon I could. My theory 
for going through this was if I can kill the boss before I can kill Isaac, we'll make it through. So I just yes. had to put all of my all of my stats into into damage, into what can I do to do the most damage in the least amount of time. That left me with little very little points for for things like health <laughs> and and stamina, being able to run and, and swing yeah. a sword. I, I guess it's a, a difficulty roll. similar to a soul level one in, run, uh, where you have to keep me alive and you have to yeah have, you have, have to no be health. all busted with your stats. Doing it. No health, no rolls, no, no stamina, health, no rolls, no no equipment load. I had to wear like rags. <laughs> I found it. I found it to be a, a nice challenge. I'm sure that was perfect for you because you, <laughs> you you love to just hate yourself so much. We were, so I'm, we were I'm both... sure it was a perfect addition to your, I don't know, whipping yourself <laughs> in the back. I, I flog myself during loading screens as I play Dark Souls. Pull Da Vinci Code. Yeah. <laughs> God. We were both playing at, at, at difficulty levels applicable to our to our preference. <laughs> Isaac and, yes. and, you know, playing with me and me playing with Isaac. It was fun. It was a good disparity. Disparity. Now point. you're getting this, it. That's the theme for this week. <laughs> yes, it's sticking. <laughs> it really is. I'm turning it into a little lore master. Beautiful. Yeah, and you know, th- that's the thing too. I, I was barely learning the mechanics. I, I, I didn't remember shit from the first game when we played a couple times, <laughs> Dark Souls One, and I, I think halfway through the run, I think it was at the what the f- Smelter Demon. Ah, the infamous Smelter Demon. I wasn't locking on the entire time. I didn't know that was a feature you could do. You didn't, I didn't know, know you was... could lock on. Yeah, I didn't know I could lock on. Or I just, I, I didn't think it was, um, no, I, I knew you could lock on, Jesus but I didn't know how God. essential that was <laughs> to a boss fight. I just thought it was a nice little added helpful tool to have if you needed it. I didn't know it was and like you the, didn't, the whole you didn't essential think of thing of timing as, rolls and not dying. As maybe a person who might have made use of a helpful tool if you needed it. You thought you were like, nah, I'm above that. I'm good. Thanks, though. <laughs> yeah. Something for the scrubs. And that was a big awakening. I was like, oh, that's how you play this game. And and then it just went downhill from there. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I really do have to memorize the patterns of these bosses. I have to memorize their timing. Fuck. Fuck me. I'm so behind. Glowing review. Yeah, you know, and it's just, it's, it's a very toxic relationship uh, our, with our friends group. There's a lot of pressure oh, no. to to defeating these games. Get good. It's kind of a rite of passage, and it took me all these years. I don't think I was a part of the the, the group, the club, until last year. You're I in finally now. defeated a Souls game by myself. You're a man now. So now I'm now we're official friends. Now <laughs> we can be real friends again. I waited. We can be real it, friends. We we waited to start the podcast <laughs> until until you know <laughs> until that, you were, until I were ready. When you it, beat yes. that last boss, did you like look down and just see a bunch of hair on your chest? You're like, whoa. Oh, definitely. You beat him. Yeah. You know, a beard came in, whiskey started tasting better. Yep. Girls looked <laughs> at you different. That's my experience. Yeah. I I was you know, a couple inches taller, it was great. A couple inches taller. I know I did I felt like uh I felt like Peter Parker in the Sam Raimi Spider Man, where he wakes up and he's like taking the glasses off and he takes your off and he's like, Whoa. <laughs> he's just flexing in the mirror for, for minutes at a time. That's that. That's yeah. what it's like to beat a Dark Souls game. It does. It, it it's a great feeling. I had my fair share, though, of humbling moments during this game. <laughs> I mean, of course, it, the humbleness, humbleness just comes with the game. It's, it's <laughs> intertwined in these games. It's part of the experience. But I just remember, <laughs> just with the Fume Knight, we, uh, you know, Terran's got busted magic. He's he's going through up you know, in his he's, face. He's doing his thing. 
I'm in the back, the very back of the arena, doing the, circles, the back of the boss room, <laughs> going, yeah, going in circles, just watching things unfold, <laughs> just scared to death, trying to, you know, I'm dipping my toes in a little bit. The water, the water's too cold. It's too scary. Here's Taryn's busted ass. I go in a little bit, you know, smack the fume night, you know, just just a few times. I'm like, okay, let's fume night's not too bad. Fucking fume night stares me straight in the face like it heard me. Like just it fucking smacks me. Dies instantly. And I die. I die instantly. <laughs> I get smacked by it. No mercy. I could see Isaac from my perspective in the gameplay. Uh, me, I had about three rolls to my name before I was out of stamina and just completely <laughs> at the mercy of whatever was standing in front of me. I was like, God, please don't swing. Please don't turn around. I had to hope to get it. <laughs> I managed to roll and Isaac was in view, doing circles in the back, wearing heavy armor. I'm again wearing rags, no health. I, had, I gave Isaac some pro tips. I was like, Isaac, buddy, just only level up health and stamina. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. <laughs> I did not level up that up at all. I see my man back there doing circles with his sword. He's like, you know what? This guy ain't too hard. I'm fighting for my life over here. Isaac's in the corner. <laughs> this guy ain't too tough. He's picking guy. daisies. Immediately <laughs> picking daisies. Isaac was the, he's the kid. I'm just like tearing sick him. The kid in Little League. He's out in right field. <laughs> Balls never go that way. He's picking flowers, <laughs> picking his nose, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you get the kid, you get the left-handed batter that comes up. <laughs> they smack <laughs> one out. It's like the kid from the Sandlot going right towards the glove. He's like, "Please catch it, please catch it." Except he's not like that. He's doing circles. <laughs> the fear knight looks at him. He's like, "This guy ain't too tough." Runs over, one shots him. We have to start over. <laughs> what a time! Yep. Dark Souls. That too. was uh, one of the most humiliating. Uh, experiences I think I've ever had in my entire life. I think you beat him after that. Very though. humbling. I good. we did, we did, yeah. But uh, I think I learned my lesson. Um, You're never safe. That Dark Souls is never too easy. Never. <laughs> it was offended in that moment. It was, yeah. You'd slighted it. You bit your thumb. The, you know, the whole time with the run, I was kind of under the the radar, under the Dark Souls nose. Dark Souls didn't pay any mind to me because you know <laughs> I was just running around the arena, not. Who's this raggedy person not leveling up? We gotta fucking punish him. We gotta punish but then him. they're like, wait a minute. I talking smack. Wait a minute. I see the problem. It's this dude. It's this. <laughs> He's not dude. even doing the work. <laughs> he needs the fucking smack. The smack. Yeah, you got a, a little spanky. The fucking smoke. A little discipline. He does. From Mistress Dark Souls. Yeah, a little discipline. And I was absolutely disciplined in that moment. I think that was the turning point in my Dark Souls career. <laughs> when you learned you're never truly safe until you get good, and even then. Nope. <laughs> Amen to that. Never safe. So that's that's what you describe your that Dark my Souls experience. 2 experience as, like just like a dominatrix. <laughs> when you spoke out of turn, yeah. it would just come spank you. <laughs> I don't know about all the listeners here, but that's personally the perfect gaming experience for me. <laughs> it's a good, <laughs> stern mistress. It's definitely your thing. A good, stern, lore-filled mistress with a temper. <laughs> stern lore. And a whip. God damn it. God damn it. It's Dark Souls 2. And Dark Souls 2 is by no means a bad game. This experience I think is describing no. is one that is prevalent in Dark Souls 1. That brutal difficulty mm-hmm. remains. It's not as hard as Dark Souls 1. But I think it's easy in a different kind of way. A kind of way that Dark Souls 1 fans didn't quite vibe with as much as they did in Dark Souls 1. Again, so Dark Souls mm. 2 wanted to change a lot about the formula. And it didn't quite make it over the finish line with a lot of its ambitious ideas. And so there were a lot of changes, many that were good, 
compared to the first one, and many that were not so good. <laughs> uh, some good changes I can think of. I believe it was... I think Dark Souls 2 by far has the most bosses, and by far has the most weapons, and by far has the most armor sets. They call it Fashion Souls, because it's all <laughs> about style. Armor, while having the, you know, very trackable <laughs> uh, stat, you know, bolstering differences, uh, nobody cares about it. It's all about the style. It's all about the drip. <laughs> Dark, Souls 2 drip. Do- Dark Souls 2 does it the best. There are so many different ways you can dress yourself up, drip yourself out, get crazy bonkers-ass weapons, etc., etc. The the mm. options are the most you'll have in Dark Souls 2. And that is consistent with Shibuya's vision of bigger, better, bolder, etc. More mm. options, more bosses, more areas. It was great. I, I loved that. It's the most amount of bosses, right, in any of the franchise? Oh, right? yeah, by far. There's like 40-something. I don't know, I think... Yeah, which, again, that's my favorite part of these games. Is uh, the boss fights, yeah. I mean, I hate it, and I love it, and more boss fights, more DLC, all that. Mm-hmm. It's great. I had a great time with that. Uh, the Where people say that it falls short compared to Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3 is that it's a lot more, but it's, it's like more quantity, less quality. Dark Souls 2 has mm-hmm. a number of repeat bosses, especially in the DLC areas. Each DLC area comes with maybe three bosses. And in each one, maybe one of those three is like a stronger version of a boss you fought in the base game. Or it's the same boss, there's just two of them now. <laughs> and that was something people felt didn't, you know, it was more, but it wasn't it wasn't extra, I should say. Oh, that's I true. It yeah. didn't add... I, I do remember those like copy-paste. Yeah, yeah there were a few copy-paste. 2.0 bosses. and Pursuer. Mm-hmm. The Pursuer yeah. is a boss you fight in the beginning of the game. And I liked the story behind it. He's like this undead hunting enchanted armor that just pursues you across the land. He's the pursuer. It's what he does. And he just hunts the undead around. And it becomes progressively easier as you get more powerful. Uh, But, you know, gameplay-wise, it's just the same enemy over and over again that pops up randomly. Mm -hmm. And a lot of bosses are like, you know, bipedal knight-type enemies. Whereas in Dark Souls 1 and in Dark Souls 3, there are a lot more, like, monsters and stuff. Especially playing Dark Souls 2 after Dark Souls 1, and then Bloodborne comes out a year later. Bloodborne is notorious for its crazy bestial enemies, some of the best bosses in the series. And while people liked the Dark Souls 2 bosses when they came out, when they played Bloodborne, they looked back at 2 and 1, and they're like, you know what, 2 was kind of the weakest of what we've played so far, because it's a lot of just knights, roll behind them, poke them in the butt, etc., etc. That's the game loop. Hmm. So people saw it as a little weaker. There's a a few gimmick bosses. You know, there's one where it's just... (laughs) I like it from, like, a story perspective, but gameplay, it's definitely the worst boss in the series. It's a boss fight, and when you walk in, it's just a church congregation. You just, like, massacre a church. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like a priest who shoots some (laughs) spells at you and, like, a bunch of poor people who try and whack at you. And it's fun to just go in with whatever you have, and you just butcher the place. If you have, like, a big greatsword, you just go... (laughs) like cleave three enemies in half at once if you're like a <laughs> spellcaster, you could just nuke the whole room and kill everything in one hit yeah and stuff like that and while that's fun it's not quite the dark souls difficulty people want people want to have to fight this boss like mm-hmm. eight fucking times they want to have to memorize every move set and they want little variations on it etc etc mm-hmm. and so it's good but it's not at that standard dark souls one and bloodborne set no and that could yeah. be seen a lot throughout the game um with just little things like that the world itself is bigger it's bolder 
There's a lot more of it. But again, it's all just sort of rearranged assets from this other ambitious idea that didn't quite see the light of day. So it's it doesn't feel yeah. nearly as seamless as Dark Souls 1. The layout of Dark Souls 1 is so interconnected, and it's almost like vertical, yeah. really. Very interconnected. The layout of Dark Souls 2 is almost like a web, kind of, where it's, mm-hmm. you know, you have your base area, your home base area, and then it just sort of branches off three separate ways, three linear ways. That's just kind of it. And then you just go back and forth to different areas, kind of like a Metroidvania. Yeah, it doesn't have that um, Yeah. more open world... Um... Yeah, it is kind of a monotonous game. Uh, I know we didn't really talk too much about the gameplay loop in the first in our first uh, review, mm-hmm. Dark Souls One, but just talked about getting molested, really. Yeah, I think the boss fights just kind of like the copy paste on some of it, mm-hmm. kind of disservices. Um... It, Dark Souls Two still leaps and bounds ahead of you know many other games within like the action RPG genre, and even you oh, know, for those. Sure. There's you know since since the popularity of Dark Souls One and Two. There have been many games. <laughs> They're called Souls Likes. It's like its own sort of subgenre now of games that try and emulate Dark Souls esque style gameplay. It's basically just mm-hmm. created its own genre. That's how good these games are. Dark Souls Two still better than many of the games that try to be like them. Lords of the Fallen is one that comes to mind. It's just kind of like it's another mm-hmm. AAA Souls like, but still not as good as Dark Souls Two. The things that Dark Souls Two does, it does well. Just looking at it. In the context of its predecessor, it doesn't do them as well. Those boss fights, a little more monotonous than they are in Dark Souls 1. The world exploration, it's a little more linear. And with this new engine they've created that they've tried to re-render everything in, that they ended up not finishing, especially in the launch version of the game, looks like almost a downgrade from the first one. It looks Mm. more like, you know, like (laughs) kind of the the 7th gen-esque sort of games, wherever you can tell it's like, just sort of rendered textures like that. Yeah. It's a lot of repeated textures throughout. It's not like Dark Souls 1, Bloodborne. There's like a hill or something. You can sort of like see the polygon in it a little bit. <laughs> and it's oh, just yeah. sort of like 2D <laughs> textured over that. You could tell that they just didn't really have the time to add in, you know, like the 3D environmental effects on top of that to improve. Mm-hmm. And in the Scholar of the First Sin Edition, where they're able to complete um, sort of Shibuya's vision with the light and the graphics and whatnot, it's a lot better. It's sort of like the complete mm-hmm. version of that. And they were on a time crunch, and it was a little too big for its britches, so you can see how it kind of ended up like this, but a downgrade is still a downgrade. And speaking of the new engine, <laughs> it creates this entire new movement system, which mm-hmm. is not as refined. as Dark Souls 1 is, you know, it's the first of the games, they get better as they go. It's the clunkiest yeah. <laughs> of the bunch. So it is pretty clunky. Yep. <laughs> and like you said, Dark Souls 2 is more fluid. That fluidity just mm-hmm. scales kind of weird, though. It like levels up with a different stat than everything else. Armor doesn't really affect it like it does in the other games. Hmm. It's like some other weird stat. So I don't know. You, you just feel like you have less control over it. And like we talked about on Monday, games like these Souls games, they feel so hard because they give players more control than they're used to. Uh, so the enemies respond in Dark Souls 2 to you as if you were someone in, in you know, a, a game, a different kind of game, and you move like you do mm-hmm. in the game that Dark Souls 2 was created, and it just creates this kind of weird disparity um, that ends up in just like a lot of bullshit hits that you take, weird hit detection, <laughs> in you hitting enemies and in enemies hitting you, uh, stuff like yeah. that. 
So it yeah, even the first game has a lot of weird hitboxes too. Like I've noticed with one of the more magical asylum demons. Yeah, the, even the magic hitboxes for that, I was like, what? I uh, thought I was behind you, and I'm still getting hit with the magic. Yeah, and Dark Souls Two, I would say, is the worst offender in the in the series mm. with that, especially with how you know seeing it as a, it is a sequel to the first one came out two years later mm-hmm. is especially the worst offender. It's not like unplayably bad. It's just different oh, no. from the other two games you kind of have to relearn it dark souls 3 has it yeah. down almost perfectly i've seen videos of like pvp gameplay in dark souls 3 mm-hmm. where if you're someone could shoot an arrow at you and if you do like the wave animation and you lean just a little bit and like wave your hand that arrow could go like between you know your torso and your armpit where your arm was in like a neutral position and you won't get hit like they just have the hitboxes down so perfectly that it's just very refined in something like that, and that's just not present in something like Dark Souls Two. Yeah, but you're right. It like none of, none of these really detract from the game, though. Like it's still say. a phenomenal uh, it's still game. A great game. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It was it was a good game to go through. But yeah, I suppose one one other gripe I got is like I said, they <laughs> had to rearrange a lot of the levels and just sort of take them from their original position and repurpose them into something new and as such the world while being more linear also feels more disjointed because you're going down one path (laughs) and i'll describe what happens on this path you go down a path you start off in like a spooky poison forest and from there you go into like a weird it's a spooky poison forest and it's nighttime and then you beat the boss you go in the next area it is now daytime and you're in like a poison canyon and then you get to the end yeah. of this canyon, you beat the boss, you get in an elevator, and you go up into nothing, and then now you're in, like, a lava-filled fortress, and in the lore, this fortress has sunk into the lava. But if you go back to the previous area, and you look at the elevator you took upwards to get to the next area, there's nothing there. You just go into, like, <laughs> it's just, it mm, looks yeah. like it was just tacked on to the end. And huh. stuff like that is not at all like Dark Souls 1. Dark Souls 1... You could go from one area. There's an area in Dark Souls 1. Uh, I believe it's Tomb of the Giants, it's called. It's at like the bottom of this spooky mm. necropolis. And there's another area even lower than that called like Lost Isolith or something. <laughs> it's like Demon Town. And the way you get to these two areas is completely different. You like have to, from the starting area, go almost opposite directions and then down to get to them. But from from each area there is an open space where if you look, you can see the other area. Like, it's just that Mm. cohesive that even if you're, you know, completely separated, you can still know where you are in the world in relation to the rest of the world. And Dark Souls 1, I would say, has the best level design in the series by far. Dark Souls 3 is a clusterfuck, but that's, like, intentional, like, in the story, because it's, like, a whole bunch of worlds just collided together. And so that makes sense for that. Dark Souls 2, it just doesn't. Well, that's it. That's the last, <laughs> last gripe about Dark Souls 2. Yeah. Otherwise, great game. Which uh kind of weird, considering this, you know, Dark Souls 1 is our best of, and this is our worst of, I get, but not even, not really worst of. Not even bad. I'd say of the Dark Souls trilogy, it is the worst. It's kind of the black sheep of the bunch. But given the tumultuous yeah. development and kind of the, you know, got put on the back burner by the rest of the, by the, the director of the other two in the trilogy, the you know overly ambitious director of this one got benched they were on a pretty big time crunch mm-hmm. and they just had to work with the shit show that they left them mm-hmm. i think it was it ended up much better than it should have 
but still yeah. not as good as it's the other true. two. Yeah. Still a great game, another good. masterful example of, too of experienced. storytelling in this medium. Uh, punishingly difficult. If you hate yeah. yourself and love video games, definitely check it out. I'm trying to think, what's your favorite boss? My favorite boss in Dark Souls 2? Um, probably, it's in the DLC. There were three DLCs for Dark Souls 2, and they they are peak Dark Souls 2. These came out after the game, mm. um, and they are more akin to Shibuya's vision. They're very ambitious in their level design, and in their in the new bosses that they introduced, not the repeat ones. <laughs> Much more vertical, <laughs> ones like a sunken city. And there's like a whole bunch of traps and shit. It's, it's almost like like a Indiana Jones like Aztec city. It's crazy. It's super cool. Oh yeah, that was like a three person boss fight. Yeah, two, right? mm-hmm. that's the one. Grave robbers. Yeah, the grave robbers. Uh, I'd say my favorite boss in Dark Souls Two. It's in it's in one of the DLCs. It's in the last one. It's the Ivory Crown one. It's the Ivory King. You have to mm. like jump down into hell to get oh, to him. Oh, the Ivory King. Yes, he comes out of like some yeah. Sauron's eye hell portal. And while he's not yeah. the most engaging, like, mechanically, I'd say it's the most cinematic boss. Makes the most use of that environmental yeah. storytelling. And that's what I like I about him the most. I honestly f- forgot about that, and now I, I think I'm with you. It's <laughs> my favorite boss. Is it because of the Sauron reference? <laughs> Definitely not biased. <laughs> well, hopefully with this uh, second round of, of going through Dark Souls 2, I can appreciate it a little appreciate bit more. Appreciate some more bosses. That one, and contribute. I'd say that guy or, or like just the Church Massacre. The Church Massacre, everyone says, is the worst boss in the game, but I just like to run in there and like just fuck up the clergy that, <laughs> with whatever I have. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> just go in and like nuke the room. They're just like a bunch of crippled people praying for salvation. You just walk in the door and start throwing fireballs at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fucked up game so much fun oh, wait wait isn't that dark souls 3 though there is a clergy in dark souls 3 yeah it's another thing it's, a, it's, oh, it's, a, it's another there's oh, another one okay you could do it again I, I don't remember the i don't remember the dark souls 2 clergy at all the dark souls 2 one we'll have to yeah well we'll we'll play through we'll, we'll do it again we'll get yeah. through that oh yeah we will nice <laughs> awesome but anyways I, I was thinking i pulled up some dark souls trivia some Quizier, trivia. You are the master. Oh God! All right. <laughs> you you up for the challenge? Yeah, I'm I'm up for to flex the lore. This is just a yeah to showcase. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. I guess there's this ten morning, questions here, but I'll remember <laughs> obscure fictional history. <laughs> I'm a functional member of society. Oh yeah, this this might be some more in-game stuff, but uh, which item cannot be selected as a starting gift? Twin humanities, divine blessing, homeward bone, or black firebomb? Um, Homeward Bone. Homeward Bone. Nice. <laughs> they would not let you Homeward Bone. Yeah, no, start no going home. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, what is the, who is the Duke's Archives named after? Uh, Seath, Ornstein, Smau, or Gwen? I don't know if these are hard enough or not. Uh, I think it's Seath. Seath the dragon betrayed Seath. his companions because he didn't have any scales, so he wasn't immortal. So he told the gods how to kill the immortal dragons, and for doing so, Gwyn made him a duke. Oh, right. He's he's the great betrayer. The great betrayer. The worm himself. Yep. What is the maximum number of times an Estus Flesk can be reinforced? I'm not going to even give you the number. In Dark Souls 1? Number options. Dark Souls 1, yeah. 20. Oh. Oh, reinforced. Oh, so that's like the maximum you can have. Reinforced, I think, I guess, 3? Would that be the other Re- number? Oh, well, it says 8, 9, 7, and 6. I don't know if that's correct. What? Is this in Dark Souls One? Can be re- oh reinforced like I oh, so. I see. oh that's like that's the number you can have reinforces how powerful it is. I think it's uh, I think it's eight nine seven and six. Uh, you could get it up to plus seven, right? Plus seven. 
Uh, yes. Next question. Oh, fuck. It's not giving me the, like... Oh, that's okay. It's whatever. Uh, what does Snuggly give you when you trade him a piece of rubbish? Piece of rubbish? Oh, shit. Is it a humanity? Let's see. I don't see it as an option. Souvenir of Reprisal, Titanite Chunk, Ring of Sacrifice, or Twinkling Titanite? I'm going to go with Titanite Chunk. Gotcha. Titanite Chunk. All right. We are halfway through the questions oh, here. Boy. We'll see your score at the end. Let's spitfire it. Who was Artorius, the Abyss Walker's partner in battle? Oh, that's uh, easy. Kieran, was it? Uh, Lord's Blade? Uh, oh, oh uh, no. Seekmire, Priscilla, Sif, oh, no. or Seath? It was Sif. It was Sif. It was his doggy. He had a pet doggy. His name was Sif. Doggy. Kieran was like his girlfriend. Oh, right. Yeah. They were fellow knights, but, you know, gotcha. thought he was hot. He had that bad boy <laughs> aesthetic. Yep. And a dog. Uh, whose soul allows you to acquire the Tin Dark Moon Catalyst? The Dark Moon Catalyst? boss. Is it Gwendolyn? That is an option. I will select it. Dark Moon Catalyst. Ugh. Is Moonlight Butterfly an option? It was an option, yes. Shoot. I, okay, we'll count that. I think it was Moonlight Butterfly, actually. Yeah, Moonlight Butterfly. That, that Dark Moon like, Catalyst? Yeah, sounds... mm, fuck. No, I'm going to go with Gwendolyn. 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 Okay, cool. Fromt gives you the most souls for which item? Oh. Uh, Let's see, Soul of Smau, Gold Coin, Firekeeper Soul, or the Soul of Priscilla? Uh, I'm going to go with Gold Coin. Gold Coin. All right. Uh, who's, oh, right, because he's a dragon. He likes gold. I'll give you more souls for it. Yes, he's a perfect Maybe, dragon. I don't, I don't know if that's the answer. <laughs> uh, whose face is not featured on a coin? All Father Lloyd, Lord Rydell, Knight King Rendell, Old Man McLoif. <laughs> What the fuck? What's what's not featured on a coin? Not featured. Okay, I feel like Lloyd. Um, I'm actually I'm gonna go with Lloyd because Lloyd Lloyd has a as a different item. Lloyd has like a talisman, so I'm gonna go with Lloyd. Oh, gotcha. Nice. Okay. I don't know if that's right or not. What does the Eastwood Grain Ring do? Um, increases critical damage, counter damage, changes rolling action, or lessens durability loss. I think it's the durability one. I think the Darkwood Grain Ring. Let's you do front flips. Gotcha. Durability. Alrighty. One more question. Okay. Which boss also appears in Dark Souls 3? Hornstein. No. Wait, Dark Souls 3? Yes. Dark Souls 1 and 3. Um, shit, I don't think I see the answer. Hornstein is both of them. Dark Souls 1 and in... Hornstein's not... <coughs> Ornstein appears in, in Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 1. And in Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3... Um, run these off in my head here. <laughs> i think uh what, what oh arnor no arnor londo might be a clue oh is it is it gwendolyn i believe so yes all right let's see reveal how much i know about dark souls how much did you really know i don't know all right you got eight out of ten eight out of ten eighty percent oh my goodness which ones did i get wrong uh let's see what let's see you got uh, which one was wrong? Was it the last one? Oh, it's the Frompt. Frompt item. It's Soul of Priscilla. Oh, really? That, that's the most... Probably because he wants those feet. And it's just the coin one. Hmm. Yeah. It is the you coin? You got everything else right. Wait, the coin is what it's gives just, it the most? Yeah, the stupid details of the... Uh, the coin one was uh, Lord Rydell. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's the face that's not featured. Hmm. And then, yeah, Soul of Priscilla was... The most souls that prompt will give. Huh? Who knew? Did you know he'd only give you one soul for the Smo of Smau because Smau was a cannibal and Fram didn't respect that. That's why he was never a knight of Gwyn because he just—he was like the king's executioner, but he just like he just fucking eat everyone that he killed. <laughs> <Jeez>. So <laughs> Quinn was like, "No oh, thanks, God. <laughs> that's not cool." 
Yeah, Smau is terrifying. Smau's yeah. a uh, chonky. Yeah, he's yes. creepy. No wonder why he eats his friend if you kill Ornstein. Gross. Yeah, if you can't, he just absorbs him. Yep. He's a cannibal. That's, that's an in-canon thing. He's a thing. sick little He's fuck. A, that's a canon cannibal. That's canon cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, well done, Taryn. Wow. I'd say you pretty much got that 100% because, yeah, the others were kind of stupid. I, I Stupid details. I have dishonored my family with an 8 out of 10. This will be the last <laughs> episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Boys because I will spend the next six months in seclusion doing nothing but reading more lore. <laughs> I will do... 10 oh, more soul level one more. runs as punishment for my transgressions. <laughs> so level one fist only. Wow. Yeah. Make sure you pay attention to the details of the items next time. Okay. I will. God. I have a trivia question for you, Isaac. Who's, who's the final boss in each game? In each game. Uh, well, we got, uh, it, Hey, doesn't that depend though? Oh no, no, no it doesn't depend. Cause the, the final boss does, the game ends with each final boss, right? You can't go back and do things unless you do the new game plus, right? In Dark Souls 1, it forces you in a new game plus. But otherwise, yeah, the game gotcha. ends with the final boss. But you can, like, hang out in the world gotcha. until you choose to go in new game plus. But the final boss, canonically. Canonically, uh, the first one is, of course, Lord Gwen himself. Uh, hollow, hollow-ass Lord Gwen. Rip. Dark Souls 2 is... Uh, uh, is it canonically when she like transforms into the the, the corrupted version or whatever? Yeah. Uh, but I forget her name. <laughs> uh, whatever the the I don't know the vampire lady of Drangla. The vampire lady. Pull the second boss. Okay. Yeah. Or the second phase in her, and then the third one is yourself. <gasps> yourself. Right. Or yeah. Or, or the character basically himself. The amalgamation of all like the player character options. All uh, ignited flames. Oh yes. Wow. Isaac, you are a lore Arcavius in the making, as are all of you listeners, once you play through all these games and get my Padawan braid of Dark Souls. I'm going to give you you that Dark Souls rat tail. I'll be over soon to brand (laughs) you with the dark sign. Wonderful. As I have. Bestow upon me the curse. By mommy mistress souls. (laughs) All right. Well... Fetishes aside, thanks well, so thanks much for, for listening, uh, everyone. Going through <laughs> some Dark Souls lore trivia reviews. We had a fun week with that. Great uh, week with Taren's, that. Uh, Phenomenal week. Terrence's fetishes week. have been um, fulfilled, satisfied. satisfied. He can finally uh, find peace. Finally go soft. <laughs> I can finally go soft. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. But yeah, uh, be sure to tune into our social media. Like, subscribe. Uh, or you know, Facebook, Instagram. We have a Facebook discussion post. Uh, link any lore that maybe Taryn might have let's talk about missed. lore please god let's do it which i doubt he's missed any lore but lore you know if there's a you know little little hidden things I have theories. That, uh, maybe some obscurity they're not uh, technically Taren canon gladly... but i'll tell you about it yeah i have some theories <laughs> perfect let's have a discussion i i mean i won't know what you guys are talking about but Taryn Taryn will know so just just contact him but yes um, yeah, we also have a email link in the description below if you wanted to talk more professionally with the boys about lore. TikTok is getting revamped a little bit. TikTok uh, trying to stay hip and cool. Electric boogaloo, <laughs> getting hip, getting cool. All right, but yes, hit us up on all so, the yeah. Above. Be sure to check all those platforms and tune and, in uh, every yeah, Monday. Thanks for tuning in every Thursday. New episodes. Yeah, I'll see you then. From the boys. From the boys. See you then. Goodbye. And don't you dare go hollow.
Howdy y'all, this is Terran, aka The Bad. Thank you for tuning in to our new program. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't get dysentery. Now, everybody pretend that I rode off into the sunset. Bye now.